Our Maxine Gray biography commentary comes from otrcat.com. Maxine was born in Shreveport, Louisiana, around 1914. The family moved to Dallas after Maxine graduated from high school. She got a job singing on his early bird program. Her big break came when another early riser named Lawrence was visiting the station. Lawrence had decided he wanted to pursue a career in music and convinced his father to loan him the $400 for a mail-order accordion. In exchange, Lawrence would work on his father's North Dakota farm until he turned 21, impressing Lawrence's early rising habits. Lawrence was leading a dance music orchestra and invited Maxine to join them on the road. Lawrence's outfit played very sweet jazz when compared to other popular acts of the time like cot bands behind Duke Ellington or the Dorsey Brothers. The two cars which Lawrence's band traveled, and basically lived in, were made even more crowded by Maxine's mother, who naturally chaperoned her daughter. When they played the William Penn Hotel in Pittsburgh, Lawrence found an abandoned bubble machine backstage. Since his brand of sweet music had been described as champagne-like, the bubble machine became a permanent part of the show, and, although the term had not been coined yet, Maxine became Lawrence Welk's very first champagne lady. A friend convinced Maxine and her mother that future success was not on the road with Welk, he'll never last, but on the radio in Chicago. The Windy City's gangster reputation weighed heavily on their minds, but the chance to work with Jan Garber, the idol of the airwaves seemed too good to pass by and she parted with Welk on good terms. Unfortunately, Garber did not like girl singers and fired her within the week. Fortunately, Ted Weems was more enthusiastic about girl singers, and after a hasty audition asked Maxine if she could start that night. Her mother had sewn several gowns for her, so she was able to go on. Unfortunately, Weems only paid $25 per week, which barely covered their hotel room and food for her mother. Maxine lived on sandwiches ordered by the band. While they were playing the Bismarck, Hal Kemp's manager invited her to come over to the Black Hawk restaurant after the show. The Black Hawk was the home of Kemp's Midnight Flyers NBC 1932-33 broadcast, so when Maxine arrived the joint was still jumping. Finally, arranger John Scott Trotter sat down at the piano and played a pair of songs which were totally inappropriate for Maxine's vocal range. After the audition, Maxine went back to the hotel and cried but Kemp and his manager called the next day to apologize for Trotter's song choices and ask her to join their outfit. When Kemp left the Blackhawk to begin touring again, Maxine remained behind to help break in Jenny Sims for Kay Kaiser's band while Kaiser was developing his College of Musical Knowledge show. When she rejoined Kemp's orchestra, they played posh clubs and hotels across the country. She became close friends with Kemp and Skinny Ennis, as well as her other bandmates. We will have more of the life and times of Maxine Gray in our next episode. Right now we can listen to Maxine Gray sing with the Alvino Ray Orchestra from a radio broadcast on August 16th in 1939. Alvino Ray and his music. From Hollywood, the Mutual Don Lee Network presents the artistry of Alvino Ray. His singing guitar, his orchestra, and his guest, the first television artist to appear on both coasts, Maxine Gray.
A rising note is struck by the orchestra as they recall a musical comedy favorite of a few seasons ago. Bud Cole at the piano and the refreshing admonition to sing Hallelujah. journey farther afield to set a scene that is eminently Latin. The quartet explores the intricacies of the karaoke. Thank you. 
Entertainment's newest progression is television, and television's newest star has an admission to make. Maxine Gray comes forward and in no uncertain terms declares that this time, this is it. Why is my future brighter? Why is my head much lighter? At last I have my chance. I've been stricken by romance. I'm sure that this is it, my great romance. I want to hang on to my one big chance. Your mind, my loneliness dies. I feel fine with stars in my eyes. Oh, it fills me up to such a height. To know this is so very real and right And I thought love passed me by But I must admit this is it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now this is it my great romance I want to hang on To my one big chance You're mine My loneliness dies I feel fine With stars in my eyes Oh, Instead of tearing me down, it fills me up to such a dizzy height to know this is so very real and right. And I, yes, I thought love passed me by, but I must admit, oh, hold up, bugbear, yes, I'll admit that this is it. As an encore... Maxine takes the chorus of one of the more melodic fantasies. The orchestra and Maxine Gray lead us up the stairway to the stars.
stairway to the stars With love beside us To fill the night with the stars We'll hear the sound of violins Out yonder where the blue begins The moon will glide us As we go drifting along Can't we sail away On a lazy daisy petal Over the rim of the hill Can't we sail away On a little dream and settle High on the crest of a thrill Let's build a stairway to the stars A lovely stairway to the stars It would be heaven To climb to heaven with you Finale, with Alvino Ray presenting his rhythmic adaptation of the classic favorite, Over the Waves.
From the Don Lee Studios in Hollywood, we have presented the music of Alvino Ray, his singing guitar, his orchestra, and the radio and television star, Maxine Gray. This is Raleigh Thomas inviting you to join us at 8 tomorrow for another program of music by Alvino Ray and lyrics by Maxine Gray. This is the Mutual Don Lee Broadcasting System.